Some stories start with a bang. Others start with a legendary war, or even a chosen one meant to defeat the great evil. Then you have some stories that start with a container of radioactive ooze that collides with a fishbowl full of pet turtles, knocking them into a sewer grate nearby, causing the birth of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know, Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, and Michelangelo. These turtles are pop culture icons. With their colorful masks, love of pizza, and their dedication to martial arts, the turtles have won over hearts for years. But what if we wanted to stop them? What if we wanted to beat them? This is Planet Fantasy, the Anti-Turtle Squad Draft. Welcome to another episode of Planet Fantasy, and we're your hosts, uh, Damon and Kyle. Hey, Kyle, how are you doing? I'm pretty good, man. I'm hyped. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm very tired from today, but, you know, I'm hyped. I'm amped. I'm ready for some turtles. Uh, Yes. And we also have our guest, Chris. Chris Tyler, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm 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 a little tired myself, Damon. I just got home from a 12-hour shift, so. Uh, oh, man. I'll stop complaining then. <laughs> um, however, that being said, the turtles are what are going to get me through here. So. I'm, That's right. I'm, you, really, I'm looking forward brother. to this. I really am. You want to tell the people about yourself a little bit, Chris? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I am actually um, I'm one of the admins to the group that you guys love to talk about, where you guys met. Um, so I guess I'm the boss. <laughs> um, I'm from California. I'm probably the biggest nerd um, when it comes to believe it, uh, fantasy and sports. I'm a big football fan, I'm a big Marvel fan, Ninja Turtles, uh, Star Wars, Harry Potter, you name it. I've probably given it a shot. I love it. You know, that's why we're all friends here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, Chris, we're we're grateful to have you. Um, this is gonna be a super fun one because we know you say you're a super turtles fan. So why don't doesn't Kyle tell us a little bit about this draft? Yeah, absolutely. So um Chris, yeah, Chris came up with this really awesome idea. Uh we are essentially, you know, as you heard in the intro, um, we all know and love the Ninja Turtles, uh, whether you've you know, growing up with the movies or the various cartoons or comics or what have you. Um, they're pretty iconic, uh, but we want to look at, you know, how do we beat them? We, we're, we're each forming a four-man team, a squad that um, is going to fight the turtles and, and take them down. This is going to be pretty strategic because we want to, um, you know, the, the turtles all have their different strengths and weaknesses. So we, we want to kind of match that up as best we can. Um, and honestly, I think this is, this best exemplifies what this podcast is like you all, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I remember growing up and just like talking to my friends and be like, all right, so who would win in a fight between fill in the blank and fill in the blank? You know, like, this is, this is peak uh, that. So I'm, I'm super excited. 
Um, but uh, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and dive into our uh, our lit list game like we do every week. Um, for this week, we're going to do – this was also Chris's idea. I love it. Um, basically, since we're talking about the Turtles, um, a beloved IP that's had many different incarnations, we're going to go with um, – we have to list uh, animated shows that had a, uh, a live action movie adaptation. Um, and so we can, you know, we can say either or first, but we do have to list both and, you know, name both of them. Um, so uh, with that being said, uh, Chris, as our guest, why don't you go ahead and kick us off and then Damon, you follow up. Okay. Sounds uh, good. I, um, I might as well get this one out of the way. Um, I might as well just go with uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender, even though we shouldn't talk about it. Ooh, wait, that had a movie? <laughs> what are you talking about, Chris? What movie? Um, according to Netflix, according to Netflix, um, apparently it was live action. I, I've never seen it. I never will, but um, I'll take their word for it. Oh, I saw it in theaters. It's so sad. <laughs> That's what I, I've, I've I've been told that numerous times by a bunch of friends. It's like I want my money back. I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> pass that boat. Um, all right, uh, Kyle, you go ahead. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Kim Possible and then Disney Channel. I think just this year, last year, had a live action movie. It did, yes. Um, I'm gonna go Transformers with the Transformers Michael Bay movies. Nice. All right, so I'm gonna go with another one that we should never talk about. That's uh, Dragon Ball Z. Ooh. Ouch! I gotta get these out of the way. I gotta get them out of the way. You know that way we can never talk about them again. You know, just yeah. I respect the game. Um, <laughs> we were t- um, talking about James Marsden, by the way, Kyle, and he was in- oh. not James Marsden, James Marsters. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other than that, but we'll never. Yes, talk that's about true. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Nice. Um, I'm going to go with uh, G.I. Joe and the G.I. Joe movies. I love it. All right, so let's see. We've got something that came out recently. I'll go with the Sonic the Hedgehog. Nice. Um, let's see. Five seconds. Oh no! Three gargoyles is that oh, a thing? Oh no, oh, dude! They, have, they like, need to make one. They, they do. need to. They really they absolutely need to. It's been in like post production or potential production for years, but they've never like actually gotten it all together yet. Jordan oh, has expressed interest. So that's right. I forgot about that. Oh man, just give them all the money. All the money. Um, that's a good guess, but it's wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm going to roll with what was I just thinking? Oh, Scooby Doo. Okay, oh, wow. I, I guess that. Um, I see your Scooby Doo, and I will raise you the Flintstones. Oh, that was my next one. Okay, okay. Um, let's go ahead and go with Batman, the animated series, and the Batman movies. All right, um, let's stick to that theme then. I'll just go with uh, Superman. Nice. All right, all right. Um, let's go away from the superheroes and let's do um, Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> okay, um, 
Let me see. I'm trying to think. Garfield. I was like, trying to blink there, but Garfield, yeah. That's a good one. Inspector Gadget. Yes. Okay, uh, Inspector Gadget. Um, how about uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle? Oh, okay, okay. Um, X-Men. I'm going to go an easy one. <laughs> uh, I might as well go back to the um, the superheroes and just uh, go with Justice League. Okay, yep. okay. Um, I don't know if this is going to count, but Jay and Silent Bob. They have a cartoon and they have a movie. For sure. Uh, I'll allow it because I'm just going to go with Adam's family. They have oh, like, all a, of them. So. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Casper? Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. yes. Um, that is correct. Um, I'm going to also go with something. Uh, so Mario Brothers counts because I believe They're- the animated, like, before and after, I'm not exactly sure, but that does. Yeah, that's definitely that's 100%, for sure. Yes. Okay. How about? Oh man, Spider Man. You know, it's funny we've never mentioned uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yet. <laughs> like, thought we would give that like a dead away, you know? So, Low hanging fruit. <laughs> you gotta go with it, man. <laughs> love it. I love it. All right, all right. Um oh man. I don't know. I don't know if I know anymore. Five seconds. Um three, two, one. No. Oh. Right. I could not think All of right. anyone. So do I do a name one to to win or? Well, just no, Okay, well I was gonna go with Beetlejuice, but like oh, I gotta forgot uh, there was an animated series. Uh, the, the animated series came after the movie. That's why I was like, does that still yeah, count? Yeah, that's right. The, way right, right. the game was as long as it's both IPs. That's like all that matters. Yes, yeah. correct. And, and as you can tell, um, I knew my shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris. Okay. <laughs> that would mean you are the winner of the list game. So you get to choose the draft order. Okay, I've thought long and hard. Um, and we have decided, um, our front office has decided <laughs> to go last. That way we can have two picks going into the second round. So in who's well, going first and second? Um I would see we would go reverse orders. So that means Kyle, even though technically you lost, I'm assuming you would go first then. Or does oh. Damon go first? Like how would that work? Uh, however you'd like really, but I mean if we want to go reverse order, you won. I was second, and Kyle was third, so that means he would go first. Okay. I, I can't argue with that. That was my plan all along. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. He, he, he tanked the whole thing, you know, like the Browns, you know, just tanked the exactly. whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> I hope, I hope break better than Baker Mayfield, though, so. Oh, man. All right. You're just coming in swinging. I think we're going to have a really fun one here, guys. Um, I'm going to have a lot of sports hits here, bro. So. 
Good. I, I love me some sports. So uh, without no further ado, I, I think uh, there's no more reason to uh, to get to the to the crux of the matter. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Um, let's hear all right, it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick us off with. I'm gonna start with my boy Raph. Um, Raphael. He is the he's the um, the firecracker of the group. Um, you know, there's not much that needs to be said. Uh, interesting fact that I found out. Um, of all the turtles, he is the only one who is placed on IGN's top 100 comic book heroes of all time. He placed number 23 in 2011. Thought that was pretty impressive. Um, obviously, he uses those twin. Uh, I think they're called Psy. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's for his um, match, I had to pick someone who is just equally as uh, as brutal and ruthless. Um, I think that. Uh, in this imaginary fight, this is really going to be a no holds barred kind of thing, and you really need someone who can just match him pound for pound. So I'm going to go with um, John Wick. Um, so this is a man who it just seems he cannot be killed. <laughs> we we're we're at three movies now, and this guy just has defied the odds at every every beat. Um, and with the right motivation, as we've seen, you know, if Theon gets to his dog, he will not stop until he has killed everyone. Um, and, uh, man, I love these movies. Uh, I love John Wick. I think he's just, you know, Keanu is, is you're, you're going to root for him no matter what, but, um, hitting these two is really fun for me. Cause I just, they're both so determined. And so, uh, you know, like, they have this singular goal in fighting each other. It's going to be a brutal fight. Um, John Wick uh, will use anything you put in his hand as a weapon. Um, and so I think that this is really going to be a pretty equally uh, matched fight. Um, and on, honestly, like this is going to be for me, like the most brutal fight of the, of the four. Um, yeah. I just think they're going to be trading, trading blows pound, pound for pound. And I can't even, I, I don't even know who the winner would be. Honestly, it would be so close. Whew. Okay, Chris, what do you think about John Wick versus Raph? Oh man, um, well as long as uh, as long as Raph isn't killing any dogs, then uh, <laughs> he has a chance. He has a chance. Um, but no, actually, uh, Raph is actually my favorite turtle um, because he kind of goes to the beat of his own drum. Even though he's a part of a group, obviously with his brothers. Um, he's also, as in the 2007 movie, um, he was like his own um, vigilante because he was trying to hold the group when Leo left. Mm. Um, and he's always been known as, quote unquote, the strongest and the best warrior of the bunch. He might not be the leader, but I've always felt that Raphael has always been the best fighter. So going against John Wick, who is a fighter in himself, he's an assassin. So, I mean, it's like... Flip a coin, like it can go either way. It's a great right. pick, Kyle. Thank you. I I like it for a fighting. Uh, you know, for a fight, it'll be super fun. Uh, it'd be extremely intense. But I have to say, I'm not the biggest fan of John Wick as far as a kind of a equal to Raph as far as you know, they're kind of vibes. Uh, they both are intense, but I feel like John Wick is just a little bit more self-reserved i don't know he's a, mm. he's a little bit more of a silent and deadly kind of guy where wrath will will yap a little bit he will get <laughs> headed and and you know he's okay with kind of shooting the shit while he's fighting right um, well john just is that cold assassin 
I don't hate it. It's not my favorite, Kyle. I'm not going to lie, okay? It's, this might that's be fair. the first pick that I'm not a fan of, but it's okay. Yeah, that's it's fair. Not like it's going to come and shoot me down. So, <laughs> Yeah, that, I thought about that. You know, I had a couple alternates for Raph, and I just think that, um, again, like for me, what's driving this matchup is just anger. And you're totally right. Yeah, John Wick would probably not say two words during this fight. Um, I think that makes it, like, all the more, like, white-knuckle kind of you're so engaged in it because you're just like, oh god, he's gonna kill Raphael. Like he's he's not saying a word. He's he's angry. So I just I would love to see this kind of fight again. This would be um, the most violent one. And yeah, Chris made a good point. I mean, the other turtles. I'll talk about them, you know, eventually. But Raph, I mean, he is arguably the best fighter in the group. I mean, he he would definitely uh, uh, hold his own. So I just think that this would be a an incredibly interesting and like really intense fight. Do y'all think the fact that Raph is a sentient mutant turtle and also a teenager, would John Wick have reservations about fighting Raph? Um, well, I mean, maybe morally. I mean, like I said, I mean, I said it jokingly about a dog, but I mean, John Wick, again, at the end of the day, he's a hitman. He's an assassin. So the right price, yeah. right? Um, he'll go after anybody. And I mean, honestly, so I mean, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess the question really, really is what what version of John Wick are we talking about before his wife um, died? Because that John Wick, he'll have no reservations. He'll do it for, you know, name the price. He does it, you know, so. Right. That's a a good point. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I. I this for me for me this is present day John Wick and I want to say that because um you know it's a good point that he would be you know name a price uh but that this is a John Wick three movies in who's lost his wife and who's lost you know his dog he's lost pretty much all his connections to humanity and so he's he's kind of uh, tipped over the edge at this point um and you know that's a good point about Raph being a little on the younger side um I want to raise the the point of like we don't know how old uh what's his name? Theon was in the first movie and uh, he was on the younger side as well. I mean, and John came after him. That's so true. I just, you know, he, I just think that he would be, you give him the right motivation and he is just, he'll be hell bent on just, just taking rap out. I'm know? just saying maybe he had a pet turtle as a kid and he's going to feel <laughs> kind of confused. That's all. Maybe, maybe that's the third act turn. That's the Martha for this movie from Batman vs Superman. It's he remembers his pet turtle. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, John Wick is a solid pick. I would love to watch that fight, but I'm so glad you did not pick my person because I let me tell you, everybody, my second pick is someone who I love and is the only choice I had for Michelangelo, Mikey, my boy with the nunchucks he's so fun uh, he's just a goofball right like they're all kind of silly except for maybe raf but you know mikey just takes it up a level he is the little brother you know even though they might i believe they're all the same age uh correct me if i'm wrong but you know it depends on the story um because like they always like to talk about mikey being the youngest and then like some origins like i think it's like the o three one they're all the same age, and then like 2012, they like to talk about how they're all different ages. But okay. I would think of them as all 
the same age because I think turtles can come in, you know, same time. So. Agreed. But Mikey feels like the younger one, you know, he just, he doesn't take things seriously enough sometimes, um, but he still kicks ass. Um, I wanted a character that was very similar to that. Someone who was funny, the comic, the comedic relief of their own group. Um, someone who's able to work in a team uh, very well. And uh, this person might be a little bit more strategic than Mikey, um, but he's also still just a, it's big of a goofball. And for that, I'm going to go with Sokka from Avatar, the last airbender. Nice. I love it. Yes. So uh, if you don't know about Sokka, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Avatar, the last airbender has been on Netflix for the last two month and a half now, two months. Uh, so go and watch it. But he's essentially uh, Katara's uh, brother. Uh, he's not a bender in any way in this universe. Um, instead, he wields a boomerang and later learns to fight with a sword very well. Uh, this is a guy who is the epitome of character development. Um, and I love him for that. But he is still a very much a comedic relief character. Um, there's so many visual gags uh, from him in the show. He gets covered in slime and sludge and swamp water. Um, he, he makes the best faces he gets thrown around constantly, but he can hold his own in a fight. Um, he's very quick on his feet. And for that, I, I think him and Mikey would be just so fun to watch. Uh, their quips back and forth would be legendary, I think. And then to see Sokka, I think maybe, you know, balance with the boomerang and the sword uh, while Mikey's throwing around the nunchucks. I think that'd be entertainment like tenfold. So uh, what do y'all think? Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Um, yeah, I love this pick. I I got to be honest. I'm actually only so I I did. I think last Airbender was mentioned uh, at some point in this podcast earlier, and that kind of I was one of the few who had not seen it yet. So since it got added to Netflix, I started working through it. I'm only halfway through like season two right now. Um, so I can't speak too much on this, but I Sokka is definitely one of my favorite characters so far. Um, yeah, I mean he's he's great. He I'm just picturing like the picturing like the quips between these two in this fight, and um, it'd be hard to keep up. Like it would just be so entertaining. Um, but yeah, I really love this. But yeah, you're, you you have a good point. He is a great fighter. I mean he's he's comic relief, but at the end of the day, he also knows how to hold his own. Um, so yeah, this is this is a really fun pick. I like it. Well, I was just gonna add um, the thing about uh, soccer that I love the most is how, how loyal he is. Um, he obviously, he feels like the protector to his sister, seeing as when they leave um, the South Pole and go on their travels with Aang, he feels like he has to protect his sister, and he also has to protect Aang because he's the oldest one. And that's the one thing I've always liked about the Turtles as well, is that they all look out for each other. Like they, that Again, that comes back to that the chemistry level like the four turtles, I and it's not even a brother thing because I don't know if you guys have any siblings, but um, sometimes you'll go up and down with your siblings. Like, mm. but I've always noticed that even though, if even when they hate each other or they're having a bad day, at the end of the day, they all got each other. Like that. So I think in your in that regard, I think uh, soccer is a perfect pick um, because again, he embodies. You know, yes, he's a goofball. Yes. He's comic relief, but at the end of the day, 
you know, if you need a guy to be loyal to you in a fight, he'll defend it. You know, he'll. And also, I do like the combination of the the nunchucks versus the boomerang. Like, I could easily see like Mikey coming up with that boomerang, and then like with the nunchucks and the boomerang comes back. It's like that in itself is going to be fun. Yeah, it'd be a really fun visual fight for sure. I think Mikey would Sokka would just be tripping about the the shell, and just anytime Mikey would use it, he'd just be like, "Not fair," you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm glad y'all like it. I had to get some Avatar in this podcast. We need more Avatar, so Kyle, go ahead and finish already, and yes. we can talk more. <laughs> there will be many drafts. <laughs> All right, Chris, uh, that means we're at the turn. So uh, you have two picks in a row. And, you know, now that I see that you guys, um, one has gone for the Leo pick, the other one's gone for, oh, sorry, the Raph pick, one's gone for the Mikey pick. Uh, I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, so I'm trying to think, like, what direction you guys are going. So, <laughs> but at the same time, I kind of can't really think about that because if he's, if it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. So I'm just going to go with my Leo pick first. And like I said, Leonardo is the leader, okay? He is you know, basically the Boy Scout, if you will. He, he the, the best student, anything like that. So when I thought about that, I had to go through my comic books, sprinkle through them, watch a couple movies, and the one guy that fits him is Captain America. Oh, okay. Um, like, they are, like, basically identical in regards to um, they're both leaders, they're loyal, they're good fighters, um, they can rally the troops. Um, they're good in regards to being in a team. They both fight in a team. So it's like when I thought, who's the perfect character to match against Leo that's like basically a mere vision of him but can still fight him? Steve Rogers was like him and Superman or maybe some other characters like that were the only ones I thought about. And seeing that neither one of you picked them, I was able to just take Captain America off the board, and I feel really happy with that. I don't know what you guys think. Kyle? Yeah, Damon. Oh, yeah. Um, he – sorry. He uh, – that's – honestly, that's, that wasn't even on my radar. I went a completely different route, so I love that. That's – that's now it sounds like a no-brainer. Um, I love that pick. You know, he Leonardo is obviously – he's the most level-headed of the Turtles, and – um, you need someone against him who's not going to, you know, falter in the fight and he's not going to spend too much time uh, talking shit, but also he's going to match him in being level-headed and calm in the fight. And so, yeah, Cap Cap is the perfect pick for that. Um, Cap is uh, one of my favorite Avengers. Um, yeah, he, he's just a very steady character. And, man, the shield would be so fun to watch in this fight. Maybe, like, the shell kind of slamming against the shield. Like, that would be uh, a ton of fun. So, I, I love this pick. I, I, Y'all know how I feel about Captain America if you've listened to our episode one. Um, <laughs> I love the guy. Um, he is the epitome of America and what America should stand for. Um, he is a true leader. He's calm and, and you know collected but he's able to be passionate at the same time and motivate those around him uh leo is a great motivator in that similar way even if sometimes raf might not listen um i i love this you know the the idea of like the blue 
versus the blue leader versus leader and the, Oh man, the fight with the sword and the shield would be so cool. Um, having Captain America with his parkour fighting, uh, Leo and his, 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 his skills really great. I mean, I don't think, I think people really don't give Leo credit, uh, where credit's due, but I feel like he could, you know, hold, hold his own against a lot of other swordsmen in fiction. Um, yeah. So I love that pick. I didn't think about Cap either for this. And yeah, looking back, it's like, well, duh. Uh, <laughs> that might be the most sensible pick that this draft will see. So A1, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so so then, then now that I was thinking about it, um, I'm going to go with Captain America from Leo. Then I needed someone that would embody Donatello. Um, in regards to being, even though Donatello is known as a nerd, he's known as a geek, you know, the scientist, if you will, he can still hold his own in a fight. You know, um, he can still hold his own in regards to anything he does. So then I thought to myself, okay, who's who are characters among all forms of fantasy that's just an intelligent guy, uh, whether it be machines or whatever, and can probably hold his own against Donnie wit-wise and fight-wise and i don't want to go back to marvel but i kind of thought about it and you know what i had to go with my main man tony stark i had to go with iron man Again, yeah. okay. uh, you gotta get you got one guy i know tony stark without the suit he can hold his own for a little bit but he does need his suit but he's a genius uh he's considered probably maybe the second smartest character in Marvel history, other than maybe Reed Rod, you know, Reed Richards. That's a debate. That's a different podcast. Um, <laughs> but, and, you know, and then again, also going back to chemistry, Captain America and Tony Stark, while they, not, they might not see eye to eye on everything, they've teamed up together before. So there is a little bit of chemistry going on there between the two of them. They like know where each other would be. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, Civil War happened, but at the end of the day, um, in Endgame, they were side to side. So when push comes to shove, they were on the same team. Just like I know Donnie and Leo and Raph and Mikey are going to be on the same team. I got to make sure that the four guys I have, they'll at least function enough to be on the same team. So, all right. What do you guys think? I'll, I'll take this one. I love that pick, especially as far as the chemistry goes, man. Yeah. Uh, Tony and Cap, like they've saved the world together multiple times, even when they weren't even, you know, on the same page. Um, so that shows you how they can get shit done. Uh, Tony's a, a genius. I mean, we see him creating things left and right. The the Iron Man armor itself is beautiful. I mean, it single handedly, I think, was the reason why the Marvel Universe happened. The cinematic universe happened. Um, I think Donatello's going to get his ass kicked by by that suit. <laughs> Poor Donnie. <laughs> but I love that pick. So, Kyle. Yeah, that's that's solid. Um I Damon and I were actually just talking about like how uh we were f- afraid of going full tilt into comic book characters. That was my initial four. I had all comic book characters, but it's easy to see why that works. I mean, Iron Man and Captain America just it's a classic duo. I think honestly in the MCU, 
Um, it's weird to say this, but they're almost an underrated duo in the MCU because people, you know, pair Cap up with Bucky and with, with Falcon. Rightfully so. Those are always really fun to see, too. But, I mean, Cap and Iron Man, yeah, Damon just said it. Even if they're not on the same page, something like Age of Ultron, they still are an incredible team together. Um, and then, yeah, at the end of the day in Endgame, they were side by side. And, you know, when they fight together, it's really fun to see. And so um, matching him up with uh, Don- Donatello is really interesting. Um, Donnie is incredibly smart. And so this would be really fun just seeing them kind of tr- trade, um, you know, like, uh, oh, I didn't think of that. You thought of that? Like, it would just be, it would almost, almost be Iron Man and Doctor Strange from uh, Infinity War if they were fighting. And that's that's so fun to me. I love that. And just, yeah, the machine it would be fun to see Donnie just like completely shocked by everything the the Iron Man armor could do. Um, this is this is really fun. I, I I don't think that Donnie would necessarily get his ass kicked, but I think that it would be like a really tough fight for him. He's got an uphill battle for sure. <laughs> so Donnie would definitely freak. He'd be like geeking out. Um, you all think Tony would maybe be like, okay, uh, you know what? Let me be your mentor. And then Donnie's a superhero now. Well, I could easily see like um, Tony inviting Donnie to like Stark Tech, you know, Stark Industries, and like, I'm going to tutor you. You're you're pretty intelligent, even for a turtle, you know, something <laughs> like that. You know, it's it's kind of like kind of like what he does with um, Peter Parker, you know, exactly. with Spider Man, like because also Donnie's around the same age. You know, he's a yeah. kid, so it'd be kind of like a tutorage, basically. It'd actually be quite a crossover if I think about it. Hey, yeah, I mean, anything to make the the Turtles uh, Marvel canon, I'm all for. (laughs) That'd be insane. I mean, I love the Turtles and Batman story. I need to read those. So Turtles and Marvel would be dope as fuck, too. Absolutely. Um, All right, well, that that should take take us to Damon's uh, second pick. Okay. Um, Let's see. Who do I want to roll with? Um... I think I have to go with my Leonardo pick. Um, I ha- have two choices that I still haven't actually decided who I'm going with. So I'm going to work it out in my head right now. Um, flip a coin. Flip a coin, man. <laughs> you know what? Let's do that. Let's flip a coin. Um, or, or how about this? I'm, I'm just going to go with, I'm going to go with my second choice uh, because I just think it'll be a little bit funner. Um, I feel like he is maybe not even a better choice than my other one, but I want to go about go with him anyways. Um, this guy is a swordsman as well. He is a natural born leader, even though you know he was kind of born a bastard. And so Jon Snow is going to be fighting Leo for me. Interesting. Yes, that is very interesting. Now that I think about it, Kyle, I was like, hmm. I was wondering, is <laughs> a natural? Once I once he went natural swordsman, I kind of did go into Game of Thrones. I was thinking, okay, it's a swordsman. Okay, well, it can't be. Uh, it can't be a king because well, he's not <laughs> strong anymore. Um, so I was like, man, who's he gonna go with? So Jon Snow's a great pick, actually. Though. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, um, I, I... so I was kind of thinking like the only thing is, uh, wouldn't uh, Leo have him in height wise? <laughs> you finally leo finally found a guy that's smaller than him you know wow i wanted it to be a level playing field for for one of my turtles because the other ones are going you know i wanted mikey and leo to be you know have a good battle because raf and donnie are going to get destroyed by my picks 
So oh wow, balance that confident man. No oh, man. So, you'll see, you'll see. But well, well yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, well, John Solo defeated White Walkers. He fought in literal wars. Um, he is no slouch. He is as skilled with the blade as, as they come. And we see him lead people like when he doesn't even want to. Like the whole time, he's just like, I don't want to be doing this. But I don't I'm want doing it. it. <laughs> I don't want it. I know nothing. But he leads the he he leads the wildlings and back into Westeros. Like the fact that they followed him, the fact that he's able to to lead these armies uh, to fight. Like he was a unifying force. You know, he had some bumps, some in the road, some ups and downs, some some stabbings in the in the stomach. But, you know, he rises back from that literally, and yeah. I, I think it would just be super fun to have them fight in. I feel like they would be very noble about it. They would respect each other and they would be, once they saw the level at which they're fighting, I feel like they would just go for it all the way. So Jon Snow. That's interesting. Um, I, yeah, Jon Snow is uh, definitely, I mean, maybe top three Thrones characters for me. Um, he, you know, he, anything involving him was always the most interesting stuff to me. I'll be, I mean, I'll just be frank and say I've never been the biggest Game of Thrones uh, fan. I know, kick me off this podcast. Um, I like the show around like maybe seasons one through four, and I think it kind of took a nosedive after that. But anything involving him, I think that was what always had me the most engaged. Um, and so, yeah, he's he's he is he's that natural leader. He's really a unifying character, and um, I, I like what you said about like respect because like he, he and Leo would really kind of acknowledge or respect each other as leaders. And so it would be a fun fight, but they would be like, you know, it, they would understand each other's point of views, I think. And so that would make it, I think, even more of a compelling fight because they're, they're still fighting each other, but they also like get where each is, each other's coming from. So that's, that's really interesting to me. Um, but yeah, John's great. Um, it's it's a funny image to see him, you know, standing next to Leo because he's so short. But uh, I love I love this I love this fight. This would be really fun to watch. Chris, um, all I would really need to add the one thing about Jon Snow that's great is, um, like you were saying, Damon, um, he goes through a lot of turbulations in regards to becoming a leader. Like obviously, when he's on the other side of the um, the wall, the uh, wildlings. They don't like him because he's a bastard. You know, he's yeah. from the north. He's not from the real north. As like, you know, him and Tormund, they don't get on the same page. So like, Jon Snow, his I guess charisma or his leadership that you see over the course of the series, his ability to get people to fight for him, is the great thing about being a leader. That like that's the embodiment of being a leader, getting people to follow you. So I mean, it's really. And but on top of that, it's also the sword. Uh, the sword against the katanas of Leo. That's going to be a sword fight for the ages. Like I, I think Leo would probably win because his like katana wise, I think he just is a little bit more maneuvering, especially being a ninja. So he probably has better footwork. But Jon Snow is the type of guy that he will not die. Like he will not go down until you like die. basically kill him. <laughs> he won't die. Yeah. He can't, guys. They won't let him. <laughs> um, yeah. And also, I you know I didn't even think about it when I was dra- you know prepping, but Jon Snow and Sokka, just I mean I feel like Sokka would see him 
fight and he'd be like, I'm following this guy. And, <laughs> you know, the chemistry would just follow. I, I think it would yeah. work. Well, It'd be super it, I guess I guess the reason why they would follow each other is because they grew up in the same type of weather. That's uh, they both grew up in the cold, so they probably be like, ah, "Let's just trade uh, parkas and let's get going." You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great call. I like it. Okay, Kyle, you are back, and uh, you have two picks. All right. Um, so I'm going to kick it off with Mikey. Um, Mikey is just, he's the jokester of the group. We, we all love Mikey. Um, I love those nunchucks. And uh, I was thinking of someone who, um, you know, when I went with John Wick, I knew that like there would not be any chemistry in that fight. So with Mikey, I want the opposite. Like I really want someone who's going to be able to trade, you know, trade quips with, with, um, with Mikey and just have a good time fighting. And they're both going to be joking around the entire time. Um, and so I went with uh, another comic book character. We're going to switch over to the DC side. Um, and I'm going with Nightwing. Um, Nightwing is, uh, he, he's just one of the most adept and versatile martial artists in the DC universe. Um, for me, this is just my personal opinion. I think he's a much more compelling character than Batman. Um, I think that most of the Bat family is more compelling than Batman, <laughs> um, but that's just me. Uh, but Dick Grayson, yeah, he, you know, he started out as Robin, uh, the original Robin. And then, you know, he went and forged his own path and became Nightwing. He went on to lead the Teen Titans for a really long time. Um, he has fought with the Justice League. He really is. He's not just a sidekick. He's not just Batman's sidekick. He has forged his own path as his own man, his own hero. And um, like I said, he, you know, he sometimes is viewed as being really serious in the comics because he's associated with Batman. But he really, I mean, he is quite the, the jokester when he wants to be. And he can definitely trade, um, you know, trade quips with, with Mikey. I think that Mikey would actually bring out kind of the, the joke joking side of him while they're fighting you know he would start out real serious and like maybe batman sent him on this mission to fight uh mikey and then once they start fighting mikey is you know just trading uh quips with them and nightwing just starts to loosen up and have fun you know like i think nightwing is just a character who um the further he's gotten into his career his solo career as a hero he's gotten a little more serious and so this fun this fight would just be all about him kind of loosening up and having fun again and again like people forget that he really is just a very capable hero too. Um, he actually took over as Batman for a period of time in the comics um, while Bruce Wayne was uh, uh, AFK. <laughs> um, and uh, he, he's an incredible fighter. He, no, obviously he started out as a, uh, he started in the circus. That's a, kind of his origin. And when his parents died, he was in the circus. And so he is an incredible acrobat. And so just the fight between him and Mikey would be mostly in the air. They'd just be jumping and flipping all over. And um, I think it would be just a really fun like fight to watch. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Um, I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm not 100% familiar with you know Robin Nightwing character. I mean, I did watch a little bit of Teen Titans. I mean, I'm aware of who Dick Grayson is. But overall, I do think it's a solid pick because like you were talking about um, Dick Grayson's origins of being an acrobat, you know, when he was with the circus. And Mikey, like if you watch the different, you know, shows or the movies, you always notice he's the one that always tries something crazy when it comes to his nimchucks or when he's trying to fly in the air or spin on the shell itself. So I think that, that like the creative ways of fighting is what I'm more intrigued by because with Nightwing, obviously 
he's very acrobatic. So depending on where this battle is taking place, um, like kind of know your surroundings. Like, so I think that in itself. Also, on top of that, if I'm not mistaken, Nightwing's uh, weapon of choice is a staff, is it not? Yeah, like a bow absolutely. Staff. It's a bow staff, so, yeah. But I kind of thought to myself, though, then if he was a little more intelligent, maybe him and Donnie could go at it. But right, the staff, yeah. the staff against the Nimchucks, it kind of reminds me, if you guys seen the 1990 uh, Ninja Turtle movie, the, the best one. Have uh, I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shredder, Shredder has that, that staff, and um, Splinter uses what? Nimchucks to, you know. So I think that type of combination um, would be a really good fight. Yeah. Damon. I, I like it. And you know, I will say Nightwing is not no slouch when it comes to intelligence. He was trained by Bat. Like <laughs> Bats, man. He he knows his way around. Like he's a pretty good detective and a pretty good leader. Like he could have fought Leo, honestly, or even Donnie. Uh maybe maybe he's not in that level of intelligence, but he's a pretty pretty good leader as well for the Teen Titans. Um, for sure. So I just like the idea of him almost, you know, being a possibility for all the turtles. Um, almost not Raph, but for fighting Mikey. Yeah, that could be. Uh, that goes to a different Robin. That's more of a Jason. Todd. Yeah, it's a Jason Todd oh, for yeah, sure. hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, but I love Dick Grayson. Uh, he he's you know one of my favorite Robins, and I love his attitude. You know, he's charismatic, and you know he has that wit and charm about him. Um, I do. I would love to see him be a little bit more goofy, you know, as he grows and becomes more mature and as Nightwing, you know, he, he loses that a little bit, I feel. But fighting Mikey, are, are we going to have him as an older Nightwing or a younger Nightwing, Kyle? Yeah, this is this is Nightwing kind of at his peak. So he's been Nightwing for a while. He is um, he's leading the Teen Titans. So he is I would I would kind of have him if I'm like pitching this movie, you know, he's he's kind of become a little full of himself. You know, he's he's the leader of the Teen Titans. He's kind of got a strut and step. And so fighting Mikey kind of brings him back to his days as Robin. It kind of brings out the, you know, the inner child. A I bit. love that. I really like that idea. You know, he's kind of like, oh, wow, this is kind of like who I was back in the day. And, you know, he's exactly kind of starts yeah. being loose with it and having fun. I love for sure. I love this pick. Um, Nightwing didn't even cross my mind, and that's why I love these drafts. Um, yeah, yeah, they're very different. <laughs> um, all right, so who's next? All right, so I'm gonna go go ahead and roll with. Uh, we were just talking about Raph. Uh, just kidding, I already did Raph. Um, <laughs> brain fart. Um, I'm gonna roll with Leonardo. Um, so this is gonna be my second and final comic book character. Um, you know Leonardo, we've already talked a lot about him. He's he's the leader. He's very hardworking, very disciplined. Um, he's the most. Uh, I haven't really heard this mentioned. He's definitely the most like uh, spiritual of the four turtles. Um, he is the one you really see meditating the most and he's the one kind of following Splinter in that regard. So he's very, um, he's going to be very calm and disciplined in a fight and uh, you need someone to match that. And so I'm going to go with um, bringing things back over to Marvel. I'm going to go with Daredevil. Um, Daredevil, this was actually my very first pick of the draft. Uh, This kind of, it didn't feel like a no brainer, but it felt like I just, with these uh, turtles, like I needed someone who just fought like Daredevil does um and yeah daredevil i mean he's one of my favorite one of my favorite uh marvel characters um the the netflix series is probably my favorite live action thing marvel has ever done um i think that he yeah he's just he it's it's interesting because depending on the incarnation that you read of daredevil or you watch 
he's either a very good leader or he is very angry. <laughs> he's a very angry Catholic. So y- you want to kind of find the re- the balance between those two. Um, but I think when he needs to, he can be very calm and very level headed. Um, obviously he uses that, uh, that baton really well. And like watching him use that against Leo's, uh, Katana swords would be really cool. Um, yeah, I just think he would be a pretty equal match with, with Leo. Um, obviously he's, you know, in many incarnations, he's the leader of the defenders. Um, he's fought with the Avengers. A lot of times he teams up with, uh, with Spidey. And so, you know, he's been in, you know, he, he, he himself is a, a defender of New York. So he would be very familiar with the terrain and, uh, it would be, I think it would be really fun to see Leo who thinks he's like, you know, he is the leader and he's kind of, he has his eye on everything in the city. See this guy come out of nowhere who can't see and like start fighting him. I think that would be a really fun kind of interaction between the two of them. And um, they're both just very driven and very, again, they're like very, very skilled and they kind of have, um, they're, they're always like one or two steps ahead of their opponent. So just watching that kind of go back and forth, that would be really, really fun. Okay, Chris. Uh, how about I was, that? I was going to say, um, the thing about uh, Daredevil also that you didn't mention, Kyle, is that he's a lawyer. So yeah. also he's a very intelligent individual. So like now that I think about it, Daredevil would have fit for definitely Ralph because he does have his moments of being a little angry, a little level hard-headed if you will um he's obviously a good leader with the defenders and then he can probably pull his own being a donnie i'm yeah. sure he does his little i mean in daredevil the show he does have a couple one-liners um, yeah. i wouldn't say he's mikey per se that's um but looking through it he could you could easily could have slotted him in for about three different turtles so now that i think about it and his fighting level, because uh, I'm assuming you're going to go with the uh, the TV show version of him. Definitely. So yeah. he also trained um, with um, what's her name? Uh, Electra. Electra. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah. a little brain fart there. But uh, <laughs> so he obviously has um, the ability to probably I wouldn't say match Leo, you know, move for move, but with his two batons and the two katanas, it's like it's going to go back and forth. So. Just one little misstep, and the next thing you know, one could be on. T- so, looking at your team so far, I would say Daredevil is probably your best pick um, if you kind of want to look at it that way. All right, Damon. Uh, I was going to say the same thing, um, mainly because something that you didn't even mention, Chris. Um, Daredevil, I mean, the turtles are essentially inspired by Daredevil. Yeah. Like, I mean, that ooze is literally the ooze that blinded Daredevil. It's it's that moment. They were both born superheroes in that moment. And I love that idea of an origin story. Um, so I, I just love that Daredevil got picked for one of the turtles. And you're right, he, he really could have fit for, for three out of the four. And but I think Leo is the right choice. Um, because when it comes down to it, I do believe he's he gets, he does what he needs to do and he, he rallies the troops and he, he's very calm and collected if he needs to be. Um, mm-hmm. I absolutely love that pick. And the fight would be breathtaking. That might be my favorite fight out of all of these matchups so far, hands down. So, hey, like, love it. Love that pick, Kyle. Awesome. All right. So that, I think that takes us to your, your third pick, Damon. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, so, 
I have, let's see, Raph left and Donatello left. I think I'm going to roll with my Donatello pick. Um, and for Donatello, I also went with a, a comic book character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have a theme here. And once again, I have two characters that I'm struggling to choose between. And I think I'm going to go with with Dr. Bruce Banner for Donatello. Okay. Because we now, now I see what you mean by uh, Donnie's going to get killed. Oh man! <laughs> and like <laughs> you have let's let's get get the Hulk out of the way. Hulk smash. Don's dead. Real sad. Yeah. <laughs> but Bruce is possibly you know uh, they say he's one of the smartest people in the Marvel universe. Um, I believe it was. Uh, I forget who mentioned it. They said they believe he's, oh, Norman Osborn. He calculated that he was possibly the fourth smartest person in the Marvel, on Earth, on Earth, in the Marvel Universe. That's pretty gotcha. good. Dude is smart. Yeah. He has a intelligence in physics. Uh, let's see. Let me make sure I say this all right. Uh, he's an expert in biology, chemistry, engineering, medicine, physiology, nuclear physics. He is a grade A smart man. Um so I think that fits very well as far as the matchup with Donatello. Um, he's created so many different things in the movies and in the comics. Um, and I just love the character, especially in the movies um, that Mark Ruffalo brings to his character. It brings a little, little funness, you know? Um, and then, you know, of course, when you get the Hulk, it's just going to be, be a, a fun fight for a couple seconds. But I, I just really wanted to, you know, just to, to show Bruce Banner is not just the Hulk. He's a very intelligent guy that uh, I think would be fun. And I think he would uh, have fun with Jon Snow and Sokka. I think him and Sokka could be could be buddies. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, yeah, I, I really like this pick. Uh, Bruce, especially the, the MCU version of Bruce Banner, is very much a team player. Um, you know, in the comics, he can be a little arrogant. He can be a little Tony Stark-ish. But in, in the MCU, he's definitely um, kind of a team player. And um, especially, I mean, I think, you know, he's one of the MVPs of Endgame. You know, he, he really just comes, comes to play in that movie when you have the combination of the two, of Hulk and Bruce and uh, like he, I think, yeah, he would really have a lot of interesting chemistry with Jon Snow and, and Sokka. Um, But yeah, this is interesting because like, I think with my picks, I was thinking of like the fight in the moment and with Bruce, you know, in the moment, Hulk is definitely going to be just tearing shit up and fighting Donatello, but then maybe like, you know, they call it a draw or like they, you know, run off and then Bruce, you know, is the one who's strategizing and he can start matching wits with, with Donatello. So like, it's interesting. It's not just like a pick for the moment. You think of like uh, the long, the long game and Bruce is like the, the strategist uh, of the group. I really like that. And he would definitely be able to kind of team up with Jon Snow in that aspect. They would be able to come up with a really great battle plan. Maybe. Hey, um, don't forget Sokka. Sokka is the yeah. guy. I have ideas all around. They, they're for sure. coming up with shit. This is team big brain energy for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love this bit. This is awesome. Thank you. Chris, what do you think? Um, I was I was basically going to double down what Kyle was saying. Uh, Bruce Banner, uh, like I said earlier, uh, with Tony Stark and uh, Reed Richards, I think those are considered the most intelligent people um, when it comes to the Marvel comics. Uh, maybe Norman Osborn's fourth. Whatever way you want to order that. So, I mean, 
Bruce has always been considered one of the smartest. I think the funny thing, though, is can Donnie be intelligent enough to see the balance between Bruce Banner and Hulk? Like, mm. can he fight Bruce enough to where he knows, okay, I can't tick him off too much because if I do, he'll kill me. But then if I just, like, I think Donnie is actually the most level-headed in regards to intelligence to be able to make sure that Hulk doesn't even show up because, okay. like, the balance of being angry and not angry. Like, because I actually had thought about putting Hulk in regards to Raphael, but then I realized Ralph would just set him off and then it would just cause a domino effect of insanity as to where... <laughs> I think is intelligent enough to know there's a balance between Bruce Banner and Hulk assuming that that's the type because assuming the Hulk you're going with can go in and out of the two basically the Jekyll and Hyde situation he's in correct? Um, You know I didn't really specify I kind of want him to be you know maybe Avengers uh, Bruce or Age of Ultron Bruce even, you know, where they he kind of can jump into it and then when needed, uh, Black Widow can come on along and uh, serenade him. The sun's getting real low, big guy. <laughs> well, then, uh, I was just kind of curious as to which one you were going with because, like, like I said, Donnie would be level-headed and intelligent to know that, okay, there's basically a switch. And he would be enough to know, okay, I cannot flip that switch so i think that's also an interesting like kind of chess match if you will between the two and so like can he balance that out you know so that's that is a really good call i like that that's a good point um like i said that would be i mean it would definitely be a fun kind of matching of of minds like you would see them both kind of uh even before the fight begins they're both kind of like working strategy you know that would be really interesting that's that's cool i like that that is a very good point i mean and i got to say i have to even point out you know even if we're go if we're going more of an entertainment route as far as would these fights be fun that would not be a very fun fight if he did hulk out so i will put points against myself for that one um <laughs> so, but if it is mark ruffalo it's still entertaining because i love that guy 100 <laughs> percent correct um, all right, so that's my my Donatello pick, and that's going to lead us to Team Chris. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I get two picks, correct? Yes, yes sir. sir. Back around, okay. Uh, so I'm going to go with my Mikey, and I thought long and hard about this. Like I noticed that I have uh, Captain America, I've got Iron Man, so I'm thinking, you know what? What if I go Marvel all the way? But then I was like, yeah, you know what? Let me mix it up. Let's mix it up. So I've decided I'm going to go with the DC character for these last two picks. I can admit that because I have both of them. Um, and for Mikey, for Mikey, I wasn't trying to brag, okay? Um, but for Mikey, I kind of was thinking, okay, who's a character that's witty, can like trade wits with him back and forth, but it would be a great fight. So then I was like, it doesn't always have to be live action. I've noticed a lot of the characters we've been going with the live action versions. Obviously, Soka, it's definitely animated. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> but so I wanted to go back to the animated form there. I'm going to go for the Mikey pick. I'm going with the Flash uh, Justice League. Uh, Ooh, because it's, okay. I don't know if you guys noticed. The Flash is the comic relief of that team. Oh, yeah. Especially his, Very much. his witty, his wits with superman 
Batman, especially Wonder Woman, like back and forth mm. between them two. So like I can easily see on the battlefield between Mikey and Flash just going back and forth, just trading wits. Also, Flash is quick enough to dodge a lot of Mikey's uh, maneuvering with the uh, Nymphchucks. So I kind of thought, okay, it would be a very fun battle to see is Mikey quick enough to get him with the Nymphchucks or is Flash just too quick? Like it's like a very interesting concept to go speed versus skill. Yeah, this is think? this is great. Uh, the Justice League series is man that's one of my favorites i remember i watched that before that was actually one of the first um like marvel dc anything like comic series that i watched beginning to end growing up um and the flash is i mean that's probably my favorite character obviously voiced by you know michael rosenbaum who is also lex uh in my favorite show smallville um uh and what a lot of people forget is this is wally west not barry allen and so he definitely is like the the more the jokier kind of flash you know barry is the more classic leader kind of version of the flash and wally yeah, west actually is- it's funny you said that because i actually thought about using the flash the barry allen in regards mm-hmm. to like maybe the leo pick because obviously he's the leader of team flash and that and if you like all the crossover episodes um you notice that he kind of takes the lead next with um all of the queens so it's kind of right. like so yeah I yeah think he's different versions of flash in regards for to sure as well yeah and barry you know barry uh he's he's kind of a light character but yeah wally is the one who's going to be trading quips and um i mean especially this this version of wally in the show he is i mean every interaction he has with wonder woman just makes me laugh and he is so funny in this show and yeah that's really interesting like the speed versus skill kind of conversation um I think that, uh, again, like Mikey and Flash would just be having fun the whole time. That would be, you know, fun to see. But also they would be very quickly realize that they are like equally matched. You know, it'd be fun to see the Flash realize that because like he's the fastest man alive or so he thinks. And so he would very quickly be like, wow, this is this kid is not like he's still kind of matching me, even though I'm faster than him. And so that would be really fun to see kind of them go back and forth. Um, I love it. And also just to hear like michael rosenbaum voice that character again in this fight oh my gosh give it to me now i love that that's awesome (laughs) i love that pick too i i'm going to be honest i have not seen much of that uh series uh that was like early what early 2000s or yeah Uh, i'd say about early mid 2000s uh was justice league and then i say like maybe a year later was unlimited that came Mm -hmm. out i'm saying yeah um, is yeah. this this Flash similar to any of the Flashes in the movies they've done over the last 10, 15 years, the animated movies? Um, yeah, like the one in the Flashpoint Paradox, even though that's Barry, um, they're pretty similar in personality. But he, yeah, he's definitely more of like the jokester kind of uh, Flash. Everything I've read about Wally, I love, you know, and I have watched the Flash TV show, which has its flaws, and but also fun stuff. And I, I really like the Wally West uh portrayal on there even though they do his character very wrong we won't get into it i i do love the the you know the the wit of of wally from what i've seen and i i just love that idea of the speed and the skill and and would mikey start trying to anticipate where where uh, wally would be and and how would uh wally you know counteract that uh I would love to see. It. I, I don't know as far as you know how Wally likes to quit, what his kind of style is, but I think Mikey could probably find a fun quip off with any anybody with the that has that uh, style. So 
I'm down for it, man. I like it. I love any kind of flash. I need to start reading more of the flash comics. So maybe I'll start, maybe I'll watch that show first. I suggest anything. Uh, Mark Wade. He, for me is the definitive Mark or I mean, uh, flash author, but yeah, definitely watch the show too. It's, I think it's, um, streaming somewhere i can't remember where but, i believe yeah. it's uh streaming on the uh, dc universe app oh that's right I'm yeah. mistaken but if it's not there then i'm sure it's the internet man there's there's <laughs> yeah. a will way gotta be somewhere <laughs> i will find it <laughs> all right chris so uh you have one last pick bring it on home uh, yeah. and uh, like i said i'm gonna go with dc on this one but there's a little bit of a backstory here um so when i think of ralph i think of someone who's been eventual uh, like i said i mentioned before he was a vigilante in one of the movies um he always tries to go to the beat of his own drum um he always tries to do it his way first and then sometimes he fails so then he has to go back to his team to his brothers and then succeed the perfect character for that is actually the one that started the arrowverse that would be Oliver Queen. Oh yeah, oh, definitely. Um, and because I'm going with the um, the TV show Oliver Queen, I'm also getting the skills of when he was with League of Assassins. Yeah, so, for sure. He knows his way around a bow and arrow, but he also knows his way around a sword. So like, it's like the fighting wise as well. And he also is mentally capable enough, obviously being stuck on Leon Yu for that whole time. So like when I thought to myself, okay, who's has a little bit of a temper, but is can be reeled back in by his group, by his team, but still kicks ass. And uh, Oliver Queen arrow, the green arrow fits that perfectly to me in regards to Raphael. Yeah, this is, Oh man, I love this. Um, I love that this is kind of a 50-50 split of Marvel and DC. This is really interesting. Um, I, I used to read like kind of those Marvel DC crossovers back in the day and they never had these four. So that's, that's really interesting. Um, I love, yeah. I mean, Green Arrow, you say what you will about the Arrowverse. I certainly have kind of lost interest in it uh, over the last couple of years, but Oliver Queen has always been such a fun character. Um, obviously he's the, he's the Iron Man of that franchise. He kind of spearheads that, that um, universe. Um, and yeah, he, th this version of Oliver is definitely kind of uh, the one you want in the fight because he, yeah, like, like Chris said, he not only is incredible with the bow, he is also trained with, with um, the League of Assassins, he's trained with uh, Ra's al Ghul himself, so he he definitely is a very versatile fighter. Um, depending on where in his life you find him, he's a very brutal fighter. Um, you know whether he is sticking to his no killing rule yet or not, he he's definitely going to be in a brutal fight with Raf. Um, and yeah, he has that temper, but he has a really great team to back him. He has Felicity and, and Cisco and all of them. Um, or not Cisco, I'm sorry, that's a flash. Uh, John. John, that's right. Diggle and, and yeah, and Black Black Siren and all those people. Um, but yeah. uh, he, yeah, he he's he's pretty headstrong, but he has that team to balance him out. You know, that's kind of like the the running uh, gag that I used to talk about with my brother with the show. You know, we got to season three and we we're like, all right, well, we're fifteen minutes in. I think he's going to probably get mad at one of his teammates and they're going to reel him back in and three two and then it would happen um but uh you know if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it yeah. oddly yeah. enough it 
always it was always Felicity. You know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But he has he does have that team, so he, they'll reel him back. They'll kind of make him a little more level headed, and then he'll be able to kind of go in that fight fresh. And so, yeah, he, I think he's going to be very. This is probably gonna, this is my favorite fight of your team because. I mean, just they're going to be trading blows back and forth. It'll be pretty evenly matched, I think. Yes, I also agree. That's definitely – it's one of my favorite fights out of all of ours, honestly. I love what Stephen Amil does with that character, the physicality he brings. He trained – he trains all the t- – he trained, sorry, I should say, all the time for that character, and his passion for it really showed. And, and you know, with Oliver Queen – I got to say for being the leader of his team, he was really dysfunctional. <laughs> like he said, <laughs> he was, he was. I, think that's, I think that's, I guess part of the reason why when I go back and say like Raphael is my favorite character is because he is dysfunctional in himself. But, and I think maybe that's what I'm drawn to, which is weird because I'm <laughs> a fan of Batman, but, uh, but all other characters, like I enjoy a story where there's like, okay, how does this guy become a good guy? Because there are times where you think to yourself, one one kill or one too many punches, this guy's going to be a villain. So yep. like teetering back and forth with morality, I've always been fascinated with characters like that because then you're like, okay, well, which way is he going to go? Is he going to go this way? That's a little too extreme. That's a little too light. So like you have an even – while, don't get me wrong, I'm – I'm a, I'm a fan of like Captain America, you know, Superman, you know, the goody two shoes, Boy Scout type characters. But I've always been a sucker for a story where there's a struggle within the character. Like, I guess the best example to that uh, when you were talking about Daredevil is the Punisher, hmm. um, which I don't. So like something of that nature. That's why I've always been fascinated with Oliver Queen and Arrow. And I think he fits perfect with Raphael. Actually, a funny thing, when you brought up Stephen Amell, I kind of thought to myself, he was Casey Jones in the uh, action. Oh, yeah. That's right. Turtles, so I was like, wow, that's full circle there. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, definitely going to be a good one. I-, I love your team. I will say the only question I have about Oliver being with that team is he likes being in charge. And Cap and Tony's not letting that happen. I don't think, I don't know. So I don't know. It, it might be a little tense, but I think it'll be okay. Uh, it's funny you said that. It's funny you said that because then I thought to myself, well, if you watch, like, I don't know how many of the uh, crossovers uh, episodes in regards to the Arrowverse you've watched. I've watched them all. Okay. So you notice that while Arrow is, I guess, the leader per se, he'll defer to, you know, Supergirl or he'll defer to Flash in regards to the mission so i mean in regards to this mission i guarantee you when captain america says okay this is what we're doing trust me he will get all three of those other guys this is what we're doing like yeah, i have no i have no sense of no lack of faith in steve rogers basically putting the hammer down so to speak that's uh, fair he will have mil- million or <laughs> so he'll he'll have them all in order and that's the one thing, that's why I picked Captain America to be my leader, because I think he's probably the best leader in regards to I, I can't argue against that. You you you, yeah. you you told me what it's it what it is, and I gotta agree now. You 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 know <laughs> yeah. no, no, I mean it's all good. All right. <laughs> um okay, I, I love that team, Chris. Uh we're gonna go ahead and uh jump to my team to finish mine up. Uh, and awesome. I also left my last pick for Raph. 
Um, I absolutely love Raph also, um, especially in the uh, original trilogy of the live action movies, which are some of my favorite movies ever. Uh, really, I've watched probably Secret of the Ooze like a hundred times, easy. <laughs> um, and Raph, he's so just like the t- prototypical teenage boy who is all this pent up rage and like his hormones are hitting and he just doesn't know what to do. And like, I love when he goes out to fight on his own and, and his, uh, you know, him meeting up with Casey Jones in that movie is so fun. Um, but when I was thinking of trying to find someone who wants to fight Raph, who would be kind of that same sort of character. I wanted someone has that fieriness, that feistiness, uh, who's a bit of a hothead. Um, and so I decided to go with the character who is kind of a, almost a literal hothead. Um, are y'all familiar with My Hero Academia? Yes. I am not very familiar with anime at all. That's fair. That's one, that's one area that I'm trying to get into or more into, but that's one area I y'all got me beat there. <laughs> okay, so Chris, this is going to be your intro because I'm going to recommend you watch this show. Because yeah, my hero academia is about uh, this essentially this academy in Japan uh, that trains superheroes. Um, this world has quirks. Uh, half like over half the population has quirks, which are these you know above average abilities, and you know so this leads to superheroes and villains. Uh, the superheroes even become kind of like celebrities in this world. They have their own agencies. They even get ranked. Um, but I want to talk about one of the characters, one of the t- uh, students at UA High School. Uh, so this is a teenager, a kid, uh, close to age in Raph. And this guy is the hothead at this school. And I'm talking about Katsuki, Katsuki Bakugo. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's crude, arrogant, short-tempered, and aggressive. And no, I'm not talking about Raph. Uh, <laughs> so well, it sounds like you just described rap. <laughs> like I, I love this character. He reminds me a lot about rap, especially the way he grows. And because this guy is, he wants to be a good guy, but the way he comes off just rubs so many people wrong. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really care about it. He's very confident in himself. He's a bit narcissistic. Uh, and so I want to go over what his power is real quick. It's explosion, uh, which essentially, let me make sure I say this right. Um, where is it at? Um, ooh, ooh, of course, I can't find it now. Um, okay, so his quirk allows him to secrete nitroglycerin-like sweat from the palms of his hands and ignite it on command, allowing him to create large explosions. Uh, in one second, guys, we're oh, hold on real quick. I think we lost Chris. We're going to go to break. Uh, let's see.
hey, since we're on break, um, let me know if he comes back in. I'll be right back. In of like course. Two seconds. No, yeah, t- no, take your time, you know. No rush. Okay. Awesome. We get him back? Uh, not yet. Okay. Uh, let's see. Gotta love these phones. <laughs> Modern technology. Right. Man, like our our uh, stuff, all of our stuff went off last night for some reason. Like just randomly at work, just like for no reason. It was so annoying. <laughs> uh oh. Okay, no connection. Uh okay, we're gonna I'm just gonna uh, do a new one, okay? Okay, sounds good. And we're back. Hey, guys. Sorry about that. You know, technical difficulties. Uh, gotta love technology. But we're back <laughs> up and running. Everybody's here. And I think we were talking about Katsuki Bakugo from My yes. Hero Academia. Yes. And as I was explaining his powers, um, which essentially he secretes nitroglycerin-like sweat from the palms of his hands and ignites it on command, uh, which essentially creates large, large explosions. Uh the more the more he sweats, the bigger explosions, and he also uses these explosions to kind of fly. He propels himself through the air rather quickly. It's really cool. Um, I love this guy. He is uh, when we first meet him, he's pretty much the antagonist to the main character, uh, Azuku uh, Midoriya, who's uh, they grew up together, and he doesn't like this kid at all for some reason. He's 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 kind of a bully, but he's never really like actively fought him he's just kind of mentally abused him called him deku all the time which means useless person 
So, you know, this kid is just not a very likable kid, but as we see him grow through the series, he starts to grow and, and mature and he becomes this hothead who's still very much an asshole, but he's a likable asshole who you see, he just really wants to be a superhero and help people, but he just can't help that. He's kind of dickish, which really, really reminds me of Raph. Um, Raph is, is a super, you know, he is a hero. He does. He believes what is right. And he's, you know, for the most part, he's on the right side. Um, but he's a bit, rash you know he's you know he's a hothead he's not the most friendly of turtles so i i love this parallel between the two and i think their fight would be insane um with the explosions the anger i think they would just get madder and madder at each other chris uh you might think wrath is an angry person bakugu kind of makes him look like a calm like donatello yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, well, the way you um, explosive, the way you describe that, uh, that makes this even more interesting, especially with basically the pyrotechnics, I guess, if you will, of like the fire versus the size. You know, like can he, can Ralph fight enough to where he can make sure the guy's not sweating? Like, I don't know if that can happen. Yeah, see, that's why I said I didn't know if, if Ralph was going to be able to hold his own, you know, but it'd be a fun fight. For sure. Yeah, very, very fun visual fight. Um, I love My Hero Academia. I think I'm a season or two behind, but this has really been my kind of intro to anime. Um, yeah, Chris, I'm in the same boat. I don't watch a ton of anime my, myself, um, but uh, I on the recommend, recommendation of a friend went to go see the, the first movie um, in theaters and I just, I loved it. I love the world that they've created and immediately started watching the, the anime and it's, it's really fun. It's a great kind of gateway into, into that world. Um, and man, Katsuki is so cool, dude. He's such a fun character. He, I love the rivalry he has with, uh, with Midoriya and, um, yeah, I mean, what a cool power. Like this would just look so cool. I mean, uh, you know, this is a, a classic like you have you know you have hulk and and donnie kind of sparring and fighting and that would be fun john snow would definitely bring the the sword play and Sokka would be very funny and mikey but i think visually this is the most interesting fight for sure um it's just such a cool unique power and watching that play out would be really really fun and yeah, you're you're right about the anger. Like they would just immediately just like get more and more pissed like during the fight, and that would be so fun to watch because like everyone else around them, I imagine like this, you know, both kind of squads going at it, and all of their teammates are like, "Dude, just chill out," and they're both just like just screaming at each other the whole time. That would be <laughs> so fun oh to watch. God. But, they yeah. they would stop. I feel like like everyone would <laughs> just stop and watch them fight yeah. each other. And yeah, Mikey would grab some popcorn. Bruce, Bruce would just be like, what are they doing? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, this is probably my favorite pick of yours. That's that's a that's an awesome yes. final pick. Oh, that makes me excited. I, I love my hero academia. Uh um, yeah. So that I think that rolls us right into uh my final pick or final two. Final no, final pick. That's right. Final, final one. I've been writing these down and you've got <laughs> more pick. My favorite kind of guest, taking notes. I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to bring us home with Donatello. Um, yeah, we've, we've already said, you know, all there is to say about this guy. He's, he's a genius. He is the smartest of the turtles. Um, 
he, I love that he uses those two bow staffs. Um, and so I brought someone who, you know, isn't necessarily known for, um, the first thing you think of isn't necessarily like his intelligence. He certainly is very intelligent, but you think of his more of his fighting, um, first, but I'm bringing it back to the animated world. I'm going to bring up, um, really one of my favorite kind of bad guys, uh, growing up. Uh, I was a big GI Joe fan. Um, and, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, storm shadow. Whoa. Um, so I have been for some reason, man, I don't know what it is about this quarantine, but I've been on a big kind of like throwback, uh, cartoon animated binge and GI Joe has been like, I just been watching that over and over again, man. I think it's kind of a comfort thing for me, but dude, storm shadow is just such a baller. Um, also, Snake Eyes, he was one I considered as well. But, I mean, I would, as much as I love Snake Eyes, I, I want someone who's going to say more than two words. Um, and so, uh, you know, Storm Shadow is just such a cool character. He, um, he, his, you know, his ancestry can be traced back to at least, like, 30 generations of assassins. He's, like, an eight, I, believe, I believe, like, an eighth-degree black belt. Um, he moves so fast when he's fighting. He is adept with like tons of different weapons. He can use a longbow, a katana. He can use a shuriken or like nunchucks, like Mikey. Um, he really just you give him a weapon, he's going to use it. Um, and this guy is just ruthless. Uh, obviously, he has that really great rivalry with Snake Eyes. Um, but he, um, I paired him up with Donnie because I think that you know, as as great as he as he is fighting, like he also like has to be really intelligent to do that. He um, has a great kind of scope of the battlefield the whole time he's fighting um, and, and in working with Cobra, he is always kind of has his eyes on when their next attack is going to be and, and who they're going to be fighting next. And so I think that he, when he's getting ready for this fight with Donnie, he's going to study him first and figure out what his weaknesses are. And um, I really think this is going to be a really, really close fight. I can see Storm Shadow kind of taking the upper hand because he, again, is you know, Donnie is incredibly smart and I think he'll be doing the same thing. They're going to both kind of be sizing each other up. But I think that uh, Storm Shadow just, again, he has that, that long line of, of assassins in his blood and he just, he can use any weapon you give him and he's going to be deadly with it. So this is just, I think this would be a really, really crazy fight. And I just, I had to bring in some GI Joe love, man. I, I love that show. Um, I think they're doing like a snake eyes origin movie soon. And obviously Storm Shadow is going to play a big role in that. So I just can't wait to see more uh, of him. I, I love that pick. And you are right. They are doing an origin story. And like those are easily my favorite parts of the first G.I. Joe. And even mm. the second one was the, the story of, of Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. I, I th- thought it was exhilarating. And I've always loved this character. I love ninjas. So, I, I mean, there's a reason why I love the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> And Storm Shadow is just so cool. His cool factor. I got to say, Kyle, your team is team cool. Like <laughs> Daredevil, John Wick, Nightwing, Storm Shadow. Just cool, 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 cool. Uh, <laughs> team Andy Peralta. So, <laughs> uh, I love this pick so much. I, I I do definitely think he might be able to get the, the upper hand on Donatello. He, he might be one of the most skilled fighters on the board. Um. I, I would not want to see him in, in any way <laughs> if he was facing me in a, in a battle. Um, I love that you picked a G.I. Joe character because G.I. Joe needs to get more love in yeah. the world. Um, hopefully with that movie, we'll start seeing more of it. And, I mean, I'm going to go and see it. So I love this pick, man. What do you think, Chris? 
Um, I like it too, but I was kind of like when you went with the whole GI Joe thing and intelligence. Uh, obviously, everyone thinks of uh, Cobra Commander, seeing as he's the leader and he's basically the one that's basically moving all the pieces on the chessboard. But oh yeah, I was for sure. kind of thinking like what you were thinking about with Storm Shadow and like the legacy of him and his history of being an assassin. Like he is very intelligent in knowing all of the different art forms of fighting mm. like his weaponry the smarts so like he's might not be you know machine intelligent or like book smart for so to speak but you put him on the street he's got the street smarts okay like you put him out, out there in the battlefield he's got that type of smarts like i think i do like that you kind of took the concept kind of like what this whole show has been about like you just took the concept of intelligence and there's like there's different ways to be intelligent like it doesn't right. always have to be you know i know how to build a machine you know like you can be an intelligent fighter which is what he is like i i um growing up i had i had a storm shadow doll and i had a, a snake eyes doll and i would always like flip a coin as to which one i wanted to win because <laughs> To me, those were always the. I was always fascinated that they came with swords as opposed to your standard little gun that yeah. Joe got. So I was like, yeah, I can use a sword instead of boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I always was fascinated with that. And like you were saying, I think Storm Shadow, again, like I said, it's the intelligence in regards to being a fighter. Like, I don't think people, I think people. They like they fail to realize like you have to be intelligent to become a ninja like you to remember all your maneuvers. So to come from a history and a legacy like the the lineage of assassins and so like he was basically once he came out of the womb like get to the books kid you're gonna become a fighter. It's like <laughs> so like that's been embedded in his mind basically since he was born. So. I don't know if Donnie has a shot here, but I do think it would be a very fun fight. And also, Storm Shadow, like you also said with the weaponry, he could easily, like, say he ends up having to cross. Because I always thought also, the thing about all the Ninja Turtles is when they face the Foot Clan or when they face Shredder, all four of them kind of cross over to different villains. So I could easily see, like, say storm shadow ends up having to face leo at one point mm -hmm. mikey or ralph so like you're so that was another thing i was thinking about like you have to make sure that all four of your guys can balance each other against all four turtles because they like the chemistry again they like to go against all four and they have to balance around because that's part of being brothers is they'll defend each other so that's another thing that you do have an advantage with Storm Shadow is he can match up with any four of the turtles easily in combat. For sure. Yeah. I like that. Um wow, that I think that finishes the draft. Uh we have our anti-turtles fight squad. Um, what do y'all think about y'all's team? I I love how different all three of them ended up. I mean, they're they're vastly different. You know, it was interesting. I like I said, I think I mentioned this before. You know, I my very first um I had my four picks, uh my initial first four picks and they were all comic book picks and I was like, I like some of these. I want to kind of branch out, but um when looking at like Chris's team, I honestly think Chris's team is going to gel the most. I think that they all kind of 
they all have the same mission statement, even though two of the, or, you know, two of them are DC, two of them are Marvel. They all have the same mission statement. They all want the same thing. And so um, how they go about it may be different, but they're all probably going to fall in line pretty easily. Um, he made that, he made a really compelling argument for how Captain America is going to just rally everyone. Um, and I think that that's really important. Um, and yeah, I think that that's really interesting um damon i love your your team how like different each of them are from each other um uh not to like oppose what i just said about gelling but like it's interesting because they they do bring something different to the table you know john snow is a leader and he's a swordsman but you know he's not necessarily the most fun person to watch in a fight and so you get uh Sokka to kind of balance that out and he brings in um not only is he a great fighter he is so fun to watch he's just such an entertaining character and you get katsuki who visually just be so fun to watch i mean that power is so interesting and then hulk i mean we've we've seen him just tear shit up in every movie he's in um yeah so i just think that like both those teams are interesting just because of how like vastly you know different they are chris so, um, as we had discussed um, before we decided to record this podcast, um, I actually was originally going to go with four different villains um, to kind of fill out my roster there. But then I thought to myself, I don't think any of them can get along with each other. So, I was like, <laughs> so it was like, okay, because like, for example, like for Donnie, I was going to go with um, Lex Luthor who is, mm. you know, the most intelligent person in the DC universe. And then for the leader, I was going to go with Shredder. Uh, my logic to that was, one, he's defeated Leonardo in combat before. Um, two, he's a leader of the Foot Clan, so he does, he's a ninja. Yes, he's a villain, but, like, he's faced these turtles, so that he, like, has a familiarity to it. Um, and then for Ralph, I think I was going to go with, like, say... Black Adam or like maybe the Punisher, someone who hmm. is that like we had talked about earlier, that that thin line of morality of going back and forth. You're like, are you a good guy? Are you a bad guy? Like and then when you line it up, they're just a guy. You know? <laughs> uh, and then for Mikey, I was gonna go with more of a sadistic situation. I was gonna go with the Joker. Um, oh wow. And because Humor can be a wide variety of things. Yes, his humor is sadistic. Yes, his humor is sick. But it's still humor. I might not be laughing at the joke. And I might be like, well, that's disturbing. But (laughs) it's still a form of humor. So it's kind of a darker way of doing it. And then, so like, I was going to create a team of all four villains. And it was going to be like a different contrasting style. And then I thought to myself, it's like, yeah, but they all aren't going to get along because once one of them weighs off on the side, it's like, screw this, we're done. Tells just bail yeah. on each other. Right. Like, well, what was the point of this? So in my head, I wanted to make sure there was some type of chemistry. So I always, like, I that's why I had already stuck to the plan of, okay, I'm going to go with two Marvel people, I'm going to go with two DC people. And, but I needed two people from both that at least realistically – even in this fantasy world, they would you could realistically see all four of those people coming to a common denominator, like a common goal. Yes, they're going to bang heads. Obviously, we saw that with Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. Yes, Oliver Queen butts heads with everybody. 
okay, yes, Wally West gets on everyone's nerves. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they could all lean towards the same goal of trying to defeat the Turtles. Like, like they're steadfast in that. So that was the one thing that was I was fascinated with was the whole chemistry part of it and also, like, trying the, the gelling part. Because, like, because when you do a draft, it's no different than a sports team. You want to make sure there's some type of chemistry on all forms because you can have all four of the greatest athletes, but if they ain't got no chemistry, the team's going nowhere. So that's why <laughs> that's why I was very fascinated with trying to get that balance. And I think I, I, think I achieved it, I think. But. Oh, definitely, man. I, I definitely think your team gels the most. Like Kyle, Kyle said, it definitely probably just works the most, the best. Um, they all have that similar, that same kind of common goal. Um, you're, I think your team probably gets the job done better than our teams. I, I think they do yeah, it more. It's, it's definitely the cleanest fight. I think that all four of them, like you can see Iron Man and Green Arrow kind of getting a little more like uh, brutal or whatever. And then Captain America and the Flash, I think are going to pull them back a little bit. Like that's, they, they're probably going to be the most efficient at what they're trying to do, you know. But while your team is probably the most efficient, Kyle's is the coolest. And <laughs> um, I, I would say Kyle's team, the one thing I noticed about your team, Kyle, is your team is the most violent. Yeah. Because sure. like like you like if you watch just just on John Wick alone, there's the violence, but you could take John Wick out of it. And if you like read the comments of Nightwing when the Teen Titans, like, or when he joined the Justice League, or even even when he was Dick Grayson, like there were fights that you know it got bloody, it got vicious, and no different than Daredevil, or when Daredevil had his uh, fight with Kingpin, like you know they know how to go to bloody, you know if it if they if it gets that far, they're not afraid to have to you know get a bloody nose and go to full battle. So in your fight, if if we're rating these movies out, I guarantee you your movie's coming out with a rated R. For sure. Quicks <laughs> yeah, in there in Daredevil. Like I mean <laughs> you know, said fuck Batman. So Right. Yeah. <laughs> um yes, your team is the coolest and probably the, the most violent. Um my team just feels really I don't know. It's it's a very interesting combo I have. You know, I have the kind of the sullen leader, the the funny but smart uh, guy in Sokka, and then you have Bruce who's, you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and then you have Bakugo who's just this super hot-headed teen who just wants to wreck shit. Um, you know, I don't know how, as far as my chemistry is going to go, but it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, yours would be definitely the most, like, entertaining because i think they all what's interesting is all four of them if you're putting it like i I put everything into movie terms like if you're putting this in a term of like a movie like all four of them have an arc that i really want to see pay out obviously like Jon snow i mentioned Jon snow was like for me the most interesting character on game of thrones but bakugo is one we really want to try and root for even though he's kind of a dick and you know hulk is a fan favorite Sokka is a fan favorite so like all these people are all we, we all want like this is the team i think i'm rooting for the most you know because you you want to see all these people win at the, in the end of the, at the end of the day same so, so i was gonna add um in regards to uh damon's team it's kind of his team is I guess you'd say like a powder keg 
because the reason why I say that is because you don't know what you're going to get, obviously, with Bruce Banner and Hope. Yeah. Um, you could get a bounce, like you guys were saying, to Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, Sokka, he's, there are times in the show that you can see he, he's about to lose his cool, especially he does have his moments when um, against Aang, and he also definitely has his moments with his sisters. So, And then Jon Snow... Well, I mean, depending on uh, which one you get there, too. And obviously, I can't really um, talk about your final pick there because I've never really seen My Hero Academia. But I'm just going to go with what you guys have been saying. And so he's basically Raphael times a thousand. (laughs) Um, So that in itself is a powder cake because you don't know which way. So you're just lighting the match and just hoping for the best. Um, so I would say, but the one thing I did notice of all your characters, as you guys were describing, is they all have the best art, like you were saying, Kyle. Um, they all have, like, in each of their stories, especially with Jon Snow and Soka, is you, there are times when you think to yourself, this, where is this going? Is this character just going to level off here? And then towards the end of the show, or at the end of the arc, you realize, they're very fascinating characters. Uh, Bruce Banner, Hulk. It's kind of it kind of sucks that that his two movies that he did before um, Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo, was introduced, basically bombed, and because of that, Universal is like, nope, no more movies, <laughs> um, because he really stands out in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, like to me, he's the character of that movie. And, like, as you guys were saying, in Endgame, um, he's, I wouldn't say he's the best character, but he's, his story of being, you know, Bruce Banner in Hulk form, basically, you know, is fascinating in itself. So, like, he develops from the first time you see him. In the, and the funny thing is, is that he's a different actor. So, like, and even then, when Mark Ruffalo makes his appearance in the first adventures, going all the way through, you can see the up and down struggles, like his relationship with Black Widow, his relationship with Tony Stark, you know, like everyone in between. Like, so again, like I said, with your team, Damon, it is probably the best story arc. If you're trying to go to like the final of this movie is the showdown. So you start with the four of them coming together to fight the turtles. So like seeing the four of your character, uh, your four picks coming together to actually face the turtles, that time of this movie would be fascinating to me. Cause I'd want to see what direction you want to take it. Cause you can go like a thousand different ways. You want to do that. I want sure. to see all these movies really. I mean, I need more turtles in my life anyways. Um, Yes, absolutely. I hope they, you know, I didn't, I didn't hate the, the last two live action movies. I think they could have been better, but I hope they don't drop the ball. Like I hope they kind of take another stab at it. Um, Cause there just needs to be more turtles content. They're so fun. They're such a fun team of characters. Um, so if you're listening to this studio, studio execs, obviously we know you're listening because everyone listens to this. Um, <laughs> just make these movies. We, we would uh, pay for these movies. Um, but guys, I think that brings us to, to the end. Um, I love these teams. This is so interesting. Chris, man, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate it. You killed it, man. Uh, I'm, 
and I am definitely open for um, a return. Um, yes, I like I said, I'm fascinated with uh, drafting. Even if my fantasy football teams always end up losing, <laughs> I'm always fascinated with the draft concept and like trying to then morph that into reality of a fantasy world. It's like the best of both worlds. So, for sure, I just thank you guys for having me on. Of course, yeah. Chris, and you know, in this draft. Everyone wins but the turtles. So, <laughs> sorry guys, would, sorry turtles. Yeah, yeah, I think the turtles would actually be defeated. Um, it's, it's like if only Shredder would have been able to have these guys be the guys to defeat the turtles. But, Man, that, that's the movie right there. Shredder just <laughs> different, especially uh, the Daredevil, John Wick, and one. I feel like, you know. That would that would be cool, an interesting one. You know, Shredder as the leader. Uh, real quick before we go, real quick, throw out a real quick person who you, you would want to fight, Splinter. Um, Splinter. Um, in my team, I, I probably even though he's not a sensei, I think Nick Fury probably comes quick to my head because. He's basically the guy that puts the shield together, puts the Avengers together. So I can easily see him be the one that puts this team together. Like, you know, America's under attack by the turtles, which never would happen, but just re- he would suspend it whatever way he has to. Because obviously he did that with the, you know, the cards in Avengers. So yeah. I just could easily see him trying to basically, I don't know, brainwash Tony Stark and Steve Rogers into believing <laughs> the Turtles are in but I could just see Nick Fury being the type of guy that would do that. So. That's a good call. I love yeah. that. Kyle? Um, I think I would go with, so sticking with the Marvel theme and with one of my picks, I think I would go with Stick. Um, he's, you know, he's uh, Matt Murdock's uh, mentor. Um, they have kind of a, not really a falling out, but they have a little bit of a troubled relationship. But he, you know, he's the guy who taught Matt, all he knows pretty much, and Electra. Um, this guy is is uh, he's been around for a long time. He he knows his, his way around a fight. Um, and, and he knows I think it, the bow stick also. That's a yes, key. absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, so I think that he would match um, Splinter in in age <laughs> and in in wisdom. Um, and I think that just like it would be fun to watch them kind of have you know this conversation before they fight about. You know, my team's going to be your team. <laughs> it would be, be fun. It would be fun for sure. What about you, Damon? Um, I'm going to go with a guy who's a perfect mentor. Uh, he also has a big old stick. And he's put together, you know, two, two of the best squads ever. I'm talking about Gandalf. Oh, hell yeah. Gandalf the White. Uh, that's all that needs to be said. Splinter well, I mean, at least you, you went with somebody who matches uh, Splinter in age, you know. I was like, Gandalf's <laughs> a little, just just a little, uh, just a tad bit, just a tad bit more. But uh, oh god, okay, guys, um, I think that'll wrap it up. I just wanted to get that in there. <laughs> well, that's that's that'll do it. I mean, that's that's ten episodes. I, I love that we've we've gotten to ten now. This has been just such a blast. Um, uh, you know, as always, guys, if you have any uh, comments, questions, concerns, love letters, hate letters, not those, um, just throw them in at planetfantasypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, hit us up. Let us know, you know, what you want to hear next, um, if you want to be a guest, any of that jazz. But um, thanks for listening. And um, 
if you guys don't have anything else, I guess we'll catch uh, you on next week. Hey guys, uh, Cowabunga. <laughs> Already on. All right. One, two, three. Cowabunga. Cowabunga. This is going to sound terrible on these phones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, guys. We'll see you all next week. See ya. All right.